This is a story to Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast. The podcast is sort of about Star Wars and sort of about dadding. We got a dadding episode tonight with Jason Garber. Oh, wow. Glad to be here, Ryan. <laughs> Spicy J. Spicy J. I, I don't know why you guys <laughs> think that. <laughs> I don't know. It's a rumor and it's I've... unconfirmed. <laughs> I've never seen you and Spicy J in the same room. Just so. because I like older women <laughs> doesn't mean. <laughs> and that uh, other laughter you hear is none other than the MFT, Michael Peachy. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank Thanks. You. It's been uh, a while. What do you got on the books for us today? Today we're answering Google's most predicted parenting questions. That's right, because last time we didn't get through them all. Yeah. yeah. We got through like three. Four. Four. Yep. <laughs> and some questions from... The Insta crowd, we, right? Yeah, we did have a question from that. A question, <laughs> only one. I told People Alyssa just... to go on and ask a question, but she didn't have any. Que- she knows everything, so she doesn't need. Wow, any. she doesn't oh, need any that's answers. A perfect I guess. Wife. Yeah, so she doesn't do My, this. Yeah, Google. it's funny. My wife knows everything too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, maybe they should be on this podcast instead of us. I don't know if my wife knows everything, but she definitely knows when I mess up. <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever forget about it though? Forget about what? When that I mess you, up? That you messed up? I don't think she's ever forgotten. Okay. She keeps a log, I think, <laughs> and reads it every <laughs> night before bed. <laughs> Remember that time 11 years ago? <laughs> Just kidding, Melody. Love you. <laughs> okay. Gross. Can you do that later? <laughs> Sorry. We'll get a room. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our patrons. Thank you, Josh, John, Valerie, Mott, Tyler, Allie, Aaron, Dan, Tim, Casey, Melissa, and Spicy J. Yeah. <laughs> that list keeps growing. Wow. Yeah. It gets longer every time I'm on here. Yeah. I just, That's great. I just make up names. Oh, you do? Well, it's <laughs> probably because um, you're on here, Mike. Yeah. Only, only three of those are real. Yeah. Uh, Mike, yeah. I, I must have missed your name on here. Mm. It's, I don't know. I'm like a legacy Patreon. Legacy means you don't pay? No. Legacy means you pay higher. To oh, it does it? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the legacy tier. Since you already get all the perks without paying for them. Except the giveaways. Yeah. Patron mm. member, or I mean, non-patron members aren't a part of the Discord giveaways. Discord giveaways. Uh, Discord giveaways. Unless yeah. he writes an essay. Right? It's so a I can't no. Win those no, sweet no sort of Star Wars. We're doing um, monthly contests with okay. a prize. Nice. So. Cool. No, I'm gonna stare at that all night, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Should I turn it off? My levels off. are good. Go off eventually. Are... <laughs> right behind Ryan is the screen with all of our mic levels, and I'm just checking yeah. them out constantly. <laughs> all right, Mike. Speak up a little, Mike. Just hypnotize by the A little louder. Okay, perfect. All right, thanks, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Got it. So we're answering Google's most predicted qu- parenting questions. I don't know the exact way to say that, but that seems right. Basically, when you type in, what do I do when, and then Google finishes it, we're answering that question. Right. Yep. Um, and then we'll get to uh, two questions we had from uh, online. So let's uh, go to the parenting questions. Let me pull them up here entertain them you guys while i do that all right it's good to be back all right got it (laughs) um how many do i have here i think i have 20 so 20 questions there's 20 20 questions uh, obviously we're not getting through them all okay because each question then is like 10 questions do we each get one pass no it's 20 questions (laughs) but what if we like each question is like should my baby and then there's 10 after that I feel like we should each get a pass. Sure. I, okay. okay. We're not doing them all. 
<laughs> What's how do you we're doing win them though? We get to- <laughs> what is the we're scoring doing them process? It's like eleven yeah. o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, Jason, like, oh, we Jason bought a third house tonight. He's just got houses out the. Whoa! I'm just lining them up, one for every kid. You know, that's good. Good yeah. thinking. Yeah. Can you start buying? I don't want them living at my house. <laughs> nice. All right, pick a number between one and twenty. Uh, Thirteen. Three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen. What to do when your kid? Okay, that's what you typed in. Right, and Google finishes in. Okay, okay. are you guys ready? Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, it's a weird one off the bat. What to do when your kid touches another kid? Hmm. What do we mean by touch? <laughs> so last time we talked about the age ranges here. Okay. All right. So we talked about baby was zero to eighteen months. I think toddler is my other one. That's yeah, toddler is eighteen to three, eighteen months to three years. So kid is anything older than three years old. Okay, and for reference, two preteen. I have, I have a two-year-old, four-year-old, and six-year-old. I have a two and a half-year-old and a three-month-old. And I have a. It's called zero and two, Mike. Okay, <laughs> Thank <whatever>. you. <laughs> Round down. Uh, I have a two, four, five, seven. Okay. All right. What to do when your kid touches another kid? Okay. So what touches another kid. We got to define touch in a though. Perfectly platonic way. Oh. So I went to California <laughs> <Start> once. <with> that. <laughs> okay. Twice actually. But the first time I took my son Gage, who was two. Is that old enough? I don't know. That's He's a, a very active kid? kid. I don't know if you remember That's Gage at that age. He was very active. Yeah. And we went to, I mean, it was probably like a Tuesday morning. We went out for breakfast and then we were at like, I don't know, some area with gardens and walking around and these two ladies in their jogging suits came up and they had their two daughters with them who were probably four or five. And Gage was so excited to see other kids. He ran up and like grabbed the girl's hand to like talk to her. And the mom came over to us and was like, you do not let your child touch another child. And we're like, whoa. Okay. Hmm. This, this must be California. <laughs> <laughs> it was Welcome so awkward. Yeah, that it is was strange. so strange. But she was like, Why? like to her, it was so inappropriate, I guess. I Why? This was like long before COVID too. Like right. even now you can justify like, oh, okay, germs, whatever. But back then, like nobody, I don't know. <laughs> nobody cared about germs. Well, yeah. 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 They really didn't. That is strange. That... Were, yeah. It's know. hard. It's so hard to know, like what, what that person's experienced. Oh, this. Oh, okay. Therapist. Because, like, yeah, this is my therapist, right? We don't know the situation. Mean, yeah. Okay, but it's a two-year-old, obviously, yeah. a very small child, touching hands to your child. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. That's a pretty extreme reaction, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, like I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. But again, like, who knows what that mom has has gone through who knows right, what that right. child has gone through yeah you know even though it's a two-year-old yeah we would think you should be able to look at that two-year-old and say like hey he's like two like chill right. out he means no harm but right. you know i don't know we just don't know what's going on so yeah totally understand that that would be super awkward and was probably felt like an overreaction <laughs> yeah but yeah. that's that would be what i you know once i got out i'd be like okay like you know yeah who knows what what happened it didn't it kind of just sort of fit my um stereotype of the like california um housewife you yeah. know 
Ocean City housewife lady type of deal. Right. So I was Ocean like, oh, City. this is how it is. Ocean, uh, Orange Atlantic County. City? OC. I mean, is it Ocean City? <laughs> yeah. I think it's Orange County. Orange County. County. And there might yeah, not have yeah, been anything right. that happened. She might just have been being a jerk. Yeah. Sorry for yeah. listening to the podcast. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> she doesn't remember. She's too worried about people. You know, I don't know. She doesn't remember. Contact. But, yeah. but I think about her every day. <laughs> you should have just asked her. You should have been like, what? Shannon know what? <laughs> like, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What kind of trauma that? have you been through? Yeah. Do you, you want to sit down? I have a down and talk about I have a day bed here. You can lie on and we can talk about it. <laughs> I have a hug here waiting for you. <laughs> do you want a hug? <laughs> do you remember at Creation they used to wear t-shirts that have free hugs? Yes. Yeah. Can't Looking back it. on that, that seems a Can't bit sketch. It's always guys that had those on, wasn't it, too? I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we were allowed to wear those, were we? No, we weren't. No. 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 Or spaghetti straps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, you tried that one time. The Wearing spaghetti a spaghetti strap? Yeah. I did? No, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? I've tried some strange things. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't remember that. Ryan um, will try anything once. <laughs> I did put on a cheerleader outfit one time. Oh, in, yeah. At Jason's house. That picture got ripped up. Yes, I was upset. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> Garber. <laughs> she doesn't even remember. All right. Anyways. Do we answer right. that question or do we, do we just tell a story about... <laughs> I'm really sure. uh, okay, you know, so really someone... surprising about that is that my mom took a picture of us. Yeah, so people don't really know the story. We're just kind of alluding to it. But one time we found this stuff in Jason's basement. Uh, It's called dress up clothes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess it was probably for your sister, your younger sister, probably. Um, But we put it on. I had a cheerleader outfit on and a wig. And what did you have on? I thought I had a cheerleader outfit too. Oh, do we both have cheerleader outfits and a wig? We were looking good, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Where's the proof, though? Yeah, Julia. Um, (laughs) No, but if someone would come up to my kid, a stranger came up and wanted to high five or hold my kid's hand or touch their arm wait an adult no a kid another kid to your kid if we're like out for a walk on the road and a neighbor comes up and i don't know this neighbor and they're walking their kid and we're like we stop and we chit chat with them oh hey i'm running and their kids are like hey and they're like high fiving or hugging or i don't care i don't care no i wouldn't either yeah not at all i think yeah and I don't think I would either. But again, I think you want to probably try to teach your child even the, you know, and I know this is hard. Boundaries. Girls. Yeah, boundaries. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, if you want to if you want to give that kid a high five, you know, ask, you know, use your words and ask. Right. right. And even if you want to give the kid a hug, use your words and ask. And if they say no, then we don't hug. You know, you, yeah. you can have that talk. With the them. kid should just accept the hug. That's, that's, yeah, no. just teaching <laughs> they boundaries. They should not do that. <laughs> They should not. You do that. will accept my appreciation of no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah. like teaching boundaries on kids is tough, especially young kids. Did you? What did you tell that. Gage after that thing happened? Did you tell him? Oh, you he never touch other kids, people. Well, hands. I think I was like, hey, we should just, you know, they were they didn't understand. I don't know. He was really yeah. young, so I think we we're just like, yeah, all right, we'll try to like hold hold him back from. We were just baffled. I remember yeah. being like, oh, yeah. oh kids wow. Are, we kind of so went, oh, now. it's so cool. He like sees other kids and he wants right. to be friendly with them. And they were like upset. I feel like kids are so confused now what they can and cannot do. Yeah. I remember like in the like midst, like when COVID, when it like came back again, was that November and it was like super strong. And, like they got the rules all strict again. Yeah. And we saw you guys. I don't know if you were here. We were at your house or if it was somewhere. Yeah. And Denver asked, can I give gage a high five for real 
Oh. Because in school, they go to school together and they're not allowed right. to touch each other in school. Right. At all. Yeah. Your like, son oh, it's and like my so son. It's like heartbreaking that you have to ask your parent if you can give, give your five. friend a high five. Because you could get in trouble for yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At the same time, though, good on Denver. And I guess in turn, yeah. good on you guys for like teaching him that he should ask that first. Yeah. I think Because then you can answer and be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and then he can do it. Yeah. So that's. It's hard. I would do my yeah, therapist reframe no? on that and say, "Great job, <laughs> thank you." But then you get situations where yeah. sometimes kids want to hug other kids and the kids don't, <laughs> but they're too little to understand that. I think of our kids. Yeah. Uh, your youngest likes to show affection towards my youngest, but my youngest is a brat about it and doesn't want it. Yeah, they're what two so, and two. Yeah, both two. Yeah. Um, they just enjoy fighting. So what do you tell the one that wants to give hugs? You can't give hugs. No, and she. Or do you tell the other one? No, you have to accept the hugs. So, like you said, we're not allowed to do that. She literally is probably trying to give the hug because she knows that your daughter <laughs> doesn't want it and it'll make her upset. That's how I train my kids to be really annoying, right? No, no I but, think. Do you think that's why, or do you think she wants uh, to actually show affection? Why. It's a it's a control thing. Her so brothers are constantly dominating, mm. and so for her, it's a. Oh, this makes her upset. I can do this, and I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. Good. I don't know who like to be like. How do I stop that, Mike? Who do you tell? Oh, like, boy. which child do you tell <laughs> needs to change the way that they're doing? Because it causes fights every time. Well, so which child is in the wrong? Yeah. Oh boy. We could. Or how do you parent the whole podcast? Yeah. We both probably. have to say. Well, I, she's just doing that to get a reaction. We have or? a house rule of when you say please stop. To somebody then they have to stop so like yep. when you're tickling they're like no 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 but if they say like please stop that's like the rule okay right because or you know if, if they're given a hug and really don't want them, they say please stop you know that's like yeah. all right that's your yeah. choice but that's like the clear because it's really easy to just be mad and like, no stop whatever but if right. it's like thought out i don't want this to happen right then yeah i'm like all right that's your yeah, right to that's, not be touched that's what we're trying to do because like i think we all grew up like um like when a when a parent or another adult like you wanted to say bye right your parents will always be like or and the person be like hey give me a hug bye right right like i think we were, we most of us would say like we were like expected to do that right and like if we didn't want to give a hug we were like no go give them a hug right you or if someone tried to give us a hug it was like we had to accept. so something that i'm kind of realizing and this just goes around the whole thing of like consent Mm-hmm. Like teaching a, a child about consent, and we think about consent like in terms of like adult, adult relationships, right. sex, sex. Yeah, um, it actually starts like in childhood. So Alyssa and I are really working to like, if Christian says he does not want a hug or to give a hug, we don't make him. You know, right? Um, if he says you know no or stop, we do what he says. I mean, obviously, unless there's something else going on that right. like, he needs to do it. Um, like if you tell him to eat his broccoli and he says no. Honestly, this is a place where we differ because we do not force Christian to eat anything. Hmm. We, don't, we, don't, we don't do that. Um, just because, well, that's another whole conversation <laughs> that we could have. But yeah, Should the whole thing around consent. Eat all their so, food? you know, if, if Cora, right, you know, doesn't want it, you know, teaching her and modeling to her like you can say no and then like respecting and enforcing that right um is really really helpful so i love what you do in your house jason that's awesome 
with like if you say you. stop, like you stop. Yeah, like please it. stop. It's please, please stop. stop. It's easy just yeah. to be like stop, stop. I'll have stop. To that with Melody with me and yeah. Melody. <laughs> Melody, please <laughs> stop. Oh, he said please stop. Please. Not here. <laughs> yeah. So make no, me feel bad. No, I don't want to like, make out. What about <laughs> speaking of making out? So when I'm putting my kids to bed, <laughs> I'm waiting for no, this to come. But like what you're please, saying, Mike. Um, yeah. When I like try to convince my kids to give me a kiss at bed, like Gage is six now, and he's like, ah, I'm like, come on. You don't want to give me a kiss goodnight? Like, right. I know these days are leaving, so I like, right. yeah. really have to manipulate him and to do this <laughs> awkward thing that later will be like, ooh, I kissed my dad. Yeah. But it sucks. I never force he, it. I don't grab I say, his yeah. face. <laughs> I don't force it, but. Half the time when I ask Christian for a hug, he says no. Yeah. If which, I give which you a piece like, of candy. Huh, like, I love hugging him. He's so cute. Rival with candy. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so, yeah, it's not easy. It's hard yeah. sometimes, but hmm. yeah. Teaching consent starts early. Interesting. Stuff. We'll have to talk about the uh, food thing later, Mike. We will. All right. So that leads right into this next question. What to do when your kids hate you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we all struggle with Either this because one. because they force-fed you or... Right. <laughs> no, force-hugged you. Or, or because, because they force-hugged you. Or <laughs> this is actually sort teenagers. of an interesting question because we had this come up a few times of um, Gage or Finn, I don't remember. One of them saying that I don't know if it's maybe they said they hate us. I don't know if that's what they said. It was something that we're like, oh man, that's really, or it was even maybe just a, I don't like you or something right. like that. But I feel like it's almost always a attention seeking, just an attempt to get a reaction from you in some sort of way. Like that's their goal. Right. And that's, so like you like being upset or reacting to it is feeding, feeding the, them. Yeah. I think of uh, you saying that reminds me of a time when uh, so we've it's funny I would listen to the last episode where we did this because I couldn't remember which questions we had already talked about so I went back and re-listened to it and wrote down the ones that we talked about last time so I didn't talk about them again this time Um, uh oh am I saying the same thing twice no 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 I told the story about how we just took Cora out of her crib into a bed and it wasn't going well um, because she gets out of her bed a hundred times a night well or six months later, and she still gets out of her bed five or six or seven or eight times before she goes to sleep. It's better than 100, though. Yes. Um, <laughs> Barely. But I, I totally forgot. I mentioned last time that she used to sleep until eight, and now she wakes up at six o'clock because she doesn't have a crib. Anyways, what a mistake. Oh, what a mistake that was. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so the one night she was out of her bed for like the fifth or sixth or hundredth time, mm. and I was upset. So I took her, and I talked very sternly to her. And I might have had some corporal punishment and put her to bed. And I said, you need to stay in your bed. And I turned the lights out and I turned the music off. And I said, if you don't listen, because you didn't listen, I turned this stuff off. And I have to sleep in the dark. And I walked out. Right? And I got to the living room. I'm like frustrated because of the whole situation. And I start coming back towards the kitchen. And out of the hallway comes Maggie. <laughs> and she was been awake this whole time as well. And she looks at me and she said, you need to be nicer to Cora. <laughs> and she... <laughs> And she Maggie. turns around and walks back the hallway. I goes back to love bed. Maggie so yeah. much. <laughs> oh she's word. the best. She's going to be a therapist when she grows up. No, she's <laughs> not. Hilarious. Because she she's was in the allowed. wrong. She was in the wrong, in my opinion. What, telling <laughs> that you that? That is hilarious. Though. What? Telling you that? Yeah. Why? Because if you disobey over and over and over and over, you need to get punished, disciplined, or you will never learn. Hmm. So when I say goodnight, Please stay in your bed. I love you. Sleep good. 
and I close the door, that should be the last time I see that child that night. If they come out again, I'm like, you need to go back to bed. And they go back to bed. They come out again, I'm saying, you need to stay in your bed. And then they come out again. This is the fourth time now that they haven't listened to me. If I say, Cora, don't go out on the road, and she doesn't listen to me. I say, Cora, don't go out on the road. She doesn't listen to me. She needs to know that when I say something, that's the rule. Because no, no, no. I think, wait, maybe an assumption. I'm not saying Cora was right. I'm saying, I'm talking about Maggie. Right, I know saying you're saying that. Maggie was right. But Maggie was not right. Oh. <laughs> if but, I, I don't know. Like, if the kids are playing. What an observation and let, that let is. Let Mike make his case. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, I just, yeah. I don't know. What can we learn from that? <laughs> you know? I'm not going to tell Ryan how to parent. <laughs> go ahead. That's what these are for. No, I, I think, I don't know. Does that cause some, like, self-reflection on your part? Yeah, I mean. About, like. Like how you're how you're doing that? Yeah. When you hear Maggie say that? Yeah. For a, a second, I was like, <laughs> maybe I was too hard on Cora, but I also know that she needs to understand. Oh no, I don't need another one. She needs to understand that she needs to follow rules. She needs to follow directions. She needs to follow rules. Oh man! Clearly yeah. says in the Bible, obey your parents. Ooh. Uh, and well, I, a lot of this is, I guess. Uh, where we believe there is consequences to our actions, right? And that's sort of what we're attempting as parents. Um, but maybe there's different methods of this, right? So as an adult, if you choose to speed, you can get a speeding ticket right. or wreck and die, right? <laughs> and the whole point of the speeding ticket is to prevent you from wrecking and dying, right. ultimately, right? Right. Or some less extreme version of it, but yeah. And I guess that's sort of the interpretation towards a child. Now it's, you need to listen to your parent because there's consequences if you don't, because ultimately there's worse consequences that we're saving you from. Right. You get but your if, seventh speeding ticket and go to jail. Someone else doesn't say, well, police officer, you need to be nicer to that guy. No, you're like, that guy deserves what he got jail. He can't be speeding. He's putting me in danger. He's putting himself in danger. Right. So, ah. all right. Okay, but see, here's the problem with yeah. that. You're you're now assuming. I think we do this a lot when as parents, we we tend to look at children as many adults instead of children, right? And think, oh, well, th- this is how it is. You should get this, and it's not that way with children because they're learning all this stuff, right? Right. That's how so, they're learning, right? So, but that doesn't work. Then, you know. Anyways. I'm getting... Well, okay. What's the method, the alternate method? Well, then? I think there's a lot of things you can do. Um, and I don't have all the answers to this. So, please don't hear. <laughs> and I'm not saying what you're doing is like super wrong or anything like that either. Right. Like, um, But like... Okay, so I say that. But I'm also like, I think children do a lot of stuff because one, they're seeing other kids do it or they're seeing the parents do stuff. So, and they're curious. And I think oftentimes they're not like openly, especially like a two-year-old, they're not like, like, I don't think Cora's like coming out of the bed because she's like laying back there like, oh, dad told me not to. But man, if I go, like, I bet this will piss him off. Right. So I'm going to go out there and do it again. Right. Right. So, so what would it look like to, instead Kids of like just that, telling though. her stop, <laughs> not like, mine do. <laughs> I know she's only two, so I don't know where her language is at yet. Yeah. Also, because I haven't been around your family in like ages, <laughs> which I'm looking forward to getting right. back to. <laughs> um. But, like, what would it look like to, to like, ask her, like, Cora, I've asked you to sit, to stay in your bed. Why are you keep coming out? Right. She would, you know, why are you, what, are you, are you okay? Are you scared? You know, 
is there something you need to stay in your bed? You know, and I don't know what she'd say. Maybe yeah. she wouldn't say anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. So and, what if, and see what see what would come out of that. It might be that she comes back out the next time, and then maybe you do need to get a little firmer with her, right? But I think sometimes we skip that because we get frustrated, right? And then we get stern or we use punishment, and and then so we just like kind of zero to sixty. Well, it's not. It's zero not to zero twenty to, 60, to forty but... to sixty. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're saying like she's coming yeah. out six times. Yeah, this isn't the second happens. time that I'm yeah. spanking her butt and telling her to get back in bed. This right. is way down the road. This is an hour and a half later that yeah. we put her to bed and now it's yeah you know nine no, nine thirty at night yeah so um and you want your time right to like chill well out that with kids. and then if yeah. she's if she doesn't get enough sleep she wakes up at six no matter what mm-hmm. so she doesn't get enough sleep and she's yeah. cranky the next day and, if i'm playing yeah. the therapist here now mike we know where, where ryan's at in this but where do you end up if you do you have the conversation it's not working she continues to come out or she's coming up with like mike I feel like often I can like plant these ideas. Like I want to be really careful. Like, why are you coming out? All right, you're not talking. <laughs> are you scared? Uh, oh yeah, I'm yeah, scared. If you like, suggest ah, something, they'll like, go. Oh yeah, this is a good reason why I'm like, my kids do not want. They're just afraid they're missing out on something, and they mm. will stay up until they like. I don't know. My kids are have always been terrible sleepers. They wake up early in the morning excited to come downstairs and it's always really hard to get them to sleep because they just want to like play and talk and whatever and then they're just so tired and miserable yeah, yeah. but i'm curious where you end up uh, and i also at, don't at i also have the problem at some point like this stuff yet so mm-hmm. i'm kind of just speaking in theory right <laughs> so yeah like, right. totally so sorry say your question again so like where you end up after your son comes out of his room for the fifth time and you've talked to him and you've spoke to him firmly yeah. I'm not sure. I think I'd try what I said and see where that got me. Yeah. I, I, I guess I don't know. you're not at this situation. Yeah, yet with I'm, your not, kids, I'm not so. sure. So that's that's why I'm like I'm trying too hard not to be like what you did was wrong. Like I'm right. not saying that. I'm just So before I often I had... see I often think that yeah. Sometimes we don't think to try stuff like that in the moment when we're frustrated or right. when it's been happening. Well, that's why when we go to bed, yeah. we get the water bottle, we get the light, we get the music, we get the noisemaker, mm-hmm. you know, we get their blanket, we get their baby, we get their teddy bear, we get, you know, all the stuff yeah. they need. So they don't need to come out of the room at all. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's not just that one, it's not just bedtime. It's like, it's everything. If your kid keeps... You know, hitting their breaking brother. plates on they keep pushing off the table, keep breaking plates like you. They have to know that there's consequences when they keep doing that. Maybe the first time was an accident, maybe. So you don't mm-hmm. get upset. And then you give them another plate and they do it again. We've had this happen. Cora yeah. Yeah. or Moza Maggie broke like three or four plates. Or when your kid hits another kid. And they do it again. They do it again. They do it again. You mm-hmm. can't just like talk to them. You can't just like, why are you hitting the kid? Well, there's, yeah. you got to tell them like, you can't hit kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? In yeah, that situation, it's involving someone yeah. else who's getting hurt. Yeah. Bedtime is not, but I feel like you have to be the same throughout. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be, yeah. uh, what's that Consistent. called? Yeah. Consistent. Yeah. Any situation yeah. is different. So yeah. the far other end of the spectrum is, I think there's this like theory of no bad kids parenting. Yeah. But, 
of that one. Boy, I don't know how. Like where you never say no, that type of thing. Like if your kid does something bad, it it's the parent's fault because they put their kid in a situation that allowed them to do something bad. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure. Well, actually, Alyssa would know more about this than I do because I think she actually has that book. There's a book on it. I never read the book. So this um, is my brief, was my brief understanding. So maybe I shouldn't even talk about it, not being too educated. And I don't, I don't have it. My understanding was that's more like, um, like not assuming that kids are doing bad things because they're like trying because to they be want bad. to be bad, right? Yeah. No, right. but like if your kid's breaking the plate, to look at that situation, this theory is based on, okay, what are, they don't actually really want to break the plate. What they want to do? Well, first off, why do they have a plate in an area where they can break it? Because the parent mm-hmm. can eliminate that situation. I know that's not always right. Right. Um, in this situation, so or. Maybe it's a they're looking for attention because they're struggling for attention mm-hmm. for I like I notice that a lot with our kids. It's a fight for attention from the parents. Yeah. Our um, kids you cannot but, give them enough attention. Mm-hmm. But I do know like before having kids, we're like, oh no, like we don't people don't spank anymore. Like that's yeah what like uh abusive parents did a long time ago. Right. And now I have kids and we do spank. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, anecdotally speaking, it works really, really well. Like you can try all these different tactics and they just kind of a little bit work sometimes and then a quick spanking and it's like, oh wow, they are sad. They recognize the issue. They stop doing it. And then like even afterwards will give me a hug and say they're sorry. Yeah. I think you have to have the conversation after the punishment. Right. Not just the punishment and walk away. Yeah. And it's not like an out of anger reaction type of a spanking, but right. more of like, hey, the oh, consequence to the situation is a spanking. If you're choosing to continue doing this, it will end up with a spanking. Right. The other method that I found that works really well, and I think the no bad kids thing does no timeouts either, right? Mm, I can't say that for sure. I don't think but they yeah, do timeouts, not. but um, timeouts alone in the room work really well, I found. Oh yeah, um, but timeouts on a chair in the kitchen do not work at no. all. <laughs> so yeah, we send Maggie and Cora to their beds, to their rooms a lot. Uh, if like you sit down for dinner and they're complaining because they don't have the orange cup and they want the right. orange cup, it would be so easy just to give them the orange cup. But right. no, you got the green cup. You get what you get. You don't get upset. And then they throw a fit about it. We say, okay, go to your room. Right. And then probably within two minutes. They're back out and they apologize. And they're fine with it. That's how yeah. our those are like when you're ready to take the orange cup or whatever the cup they didn't want, right? You're allowed to come back out to go cry about it for a while and when you're ready to be over it. Boy, I feel like it's really good emotionally for a kid to just cry for a bit. So I don't oh, know yeah, if it's a timeout. But like let them cry, get those emotions out, and then they're like, ah, like refreshed. Right. Burnt yeah. those hormones when, up and then they're back to like normal. Yeah, they fall asleep of other and things, clear so. for the night. <laughs> My kids do not. And I think fall asleep one, one yeah. ever. This is aside from the, the mm-hmm. corporal punishment thing. But, you know, when your kids show emotions, which they want to do. <laughs> right. Like, instead of just letting them do that, I think it can be really helpful also to, like, help them name what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So when Christian gets angry, right, like, listen, I are really trying to say, like, hey, looks like you're frustrated. Looks like you're angry. Like saying those words so that he learns, oh, yeah, okay, anger. This is what that is. I'm angry. Or, hey, yeah, I, I see that that made you really disappointed, buddy. Like, But, right, 
but I'm sorry, we're we're not going back to Mimi and Popple's yeah. house. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I can see that's really disappointing. Get that. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, just naming the feelings, I think, for kids, because they don't know how to do that. Like right. that's a part of our job yeah, as parents. Like, why do is I to feel help this them way? do that? That's um, tired. Like, ah, the, uh, right. Yeah. Looks like we're really tired, buddy. Like point to how you're feeling. <laughs> my kids the, always smiley <laughs> face always do the frowny face. Do that with adults. <laughs> my yeah. kids always pick like one that's practice. dressed up as a superhero. I think it's uh yeah. frightened or I forget. Oh. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> but, like, yeah, this guy looks cool. <laughs> like you are not that right now. But yeah, I think so we have like a storybook that like walks <laughs> them through all the emotions mm-hmm. in the story and I'm like yeah, I'm all good. With, you know, I love storybooks like sometimes that. Sometimes I get angry too when this happens. Or yeah, yeah, it's it a really good sad. thing. Yeah, but yeah, but the the yeah, we could talk all night about the corporal punishment thing too. Because I think sometimes, yeah, I can see how that is effective. And but I think those these other ways that don't do that are definitely harder, and they take definitely more effort and more work. Yeah, on the parents' part, and and, less, and you have to effective. really commit to them to make them happen. Um, I just I feel yeah. like those are unrealistic in life. Setting yeah, them up I guess for failure. It'll be interesting to see no. how you feel about this in a few years, Mike. And you, yeah, I mean, hopefully you can stick to it. I wasn't able to, but we have just humanity has spent the past thousands and thousands of years with spanking or corporal punishment, whatever you call it, and within the past. 15 years, you know, after thousands of years of doing it, within the past 15 years have decided this is a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we really know if it's better. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's impossible I mean, not to do it, but Alyssa okay, would maybe say, there's a lot more work. Yeah, or, Alyssa grew up, and I think I can say this, and she was never spanked. Um, they never used corporal punishment. She turned out pretty good. <laughs> Were yeah. you spanked? I was. You yeah. turned out pretty good too, Mike. I turned out okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, do um, you look on the spankings from your childhood as any sort of trauma to you, or no, no, not really. Um, and I got spanked. So that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going as far as saying like, oh, any kind of spanking is abuse. Like I wouldn't say that. Um, but I do question. What does it say? So like, there's certain situations where, yeah, where I would never. I would say spanking's not okay. Like hitting when your child hits another kid or hits you, right? That's I mean, if you just think through that, you can see why that's counter- counter- that's yeah. not doesn't make sense, right? Don't um, hit, I'll hit you. Some people will say like, see how it feels. I really right. love this. I got to turn you guys on to this guy on Instagram. That's really great, um, Mr. Chaz. But he, um, something that we do with spanking is like, oh, when it's like something dangerous to them, you you spank them. Like they're yes. going to touch a hot iron or run out in the road. Continue. Yes, that's right. Sort of. Was our is our general rule of thumb, yeah. Like, right. So my he core is already out on the road because I d- didn't talk to her firmly yet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't reached. I haven't reached sixty yet. Yeah. <laughs> she just sick Maggie on. Why are you out of your bed? Why are you going out the front door? But, Please but don't so, the road. Cora. So yeah. <laughs> so with the hot iron, like, and Mr. Chess, he does this example. You know, we would say like spanking. That's hot. You're gonna get hurt. But he would. So why he would say, okay, let's put ourselves in the child's shoes. Why are they wanting to touch that iron? Just because they want to. Curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity. Why else? And they don't know that it's going to burn them. They don't know it's going to burn them. They I... see they see mom and or and or dad touching the iron all the time. Right. So why right. can't they do it? Right. Right. But they don't know it's hot. Right. So they want to touch it. 
Right. So instead of saying, no, don't do that and spanking them, what are some better ways that we can help them learn, oh, that iron is hot. Here's how you use an iron. You let them touch it and get burnt by it. No, better ways. <laughs> that <laughs> one, is the one, best way I've found. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, just I let mean, me... Ryan knows, I no. do have this style of parenting. Yeah. The, the most natural way for you to learn is to experience the natural consequence. Now, running out on road and getting hit by a car, it's <laughs> a little bit Natural extreme, consequences. Right? Right. But, but letting it run over your toe... <laughs> mm, you'll still learn. So, it so hit part of let your me, body. Let me just say, let me let me give I'm some examples how he gave right, and and you would never th- you would never think of these unless like you really. And this is where it gets hard, right? So one is idea, right? Turn the iron off, let it get not hot, right? Okay. Then say, okay, take the child. Say, hey, you want to touch the iron? Okay, here, see, it's not that hot. Seems like a terrible okay, idea. Listen, you're not letting me finish, buddy. Okay. <laughs> then turn the iron on, maybe like pretty low. And let them feel that it's getting hot. Say, oh, you see how it's getting hot? Yeah. And then they, they'll they take their hand off once it gets too hot. Right. right. Other idea. Keep the iron on hot. Take a rag with water on it. Give the child a rag and say, okay, you want to touch the rag to the iron? They touch it. Steam. Oh, see how that's so hot? Yeah. Right. right. So it's satisfying their curiosity. Mm. Letting them do that without hurting them, but they're still learning. And they're not going to touch that hot iron, right? Because now I know they've seen, oh, it's hot. I don't touch it. Yeah, let me tell a story about that. And you've you've gotten that without having spanking. Right, right. But, you know, that takes thought and that takes time to work through that. And And if you have four kids running around, then that's that's hard. Yeah, I totally get that. So, but But if they just see an iron there, they don't know if it's on or off. And the last time they touched it, it was off, and it didn't burn them because Dad said, "Here, touch this." And then they got bored and ran off before. Right, it could but they were doing that up. with Dad or with right. Mom. I understand the curiosity. And they know it could thing. be hot. Right. I appreciate so. the curiosity thing. Yeah. About like, yeah, they're just curious about it, so they want to know. Yeah. About it, but there's, there's, I feel like there is like some things like, this is for. You you can't use this because you're too small. And I don't want you to right. touch it at all because you're too small. Once you're old enough to know how to use it correctly, you can use it. Mm-hmm. Things like irons and drills. And I think you could still say that along with the experimentation. Yeah. Like, hey, if you want to, if you want to touch the iron with the cloth, like, come get right. me. Like, we can yeah. do that. Yeah, I like that idea. You know, of satisfying yeah, the curiosity. Some, yeah, and you got to think through. There's still some situations that, for that's very tricky. Um, yeah, like the car one. Yeah, like the but street there again, or like, like a campfire, like wanting like, to. Yeah. Throw it and like throw what do you do the campfire what do you do with a campfire and your kids want to throw sticks and push sticks in the fire and whatever well that's another thing that i'm like thinking about and again this is probably to each his own but like i find i'm really quick to especially christian because he's two and a half and he's at the edge where he's just like doing all the stuff right right he's experimenting like i'm really quick to say no to some things that when i think about that i'm like why was that such a big deal like yeah that's not like right. like I just totally react and said no to that. Right. right? Yeah. So I so I think for me one is like if my kids throw sticks in the fire, and it's a campfire, okay. Sure. Like that's cool. Um, he's throwing like aerosol cans. Well, the normal <laughs> thing for kids <laughs> that would be that would be a different story. The kid, normal thing it's is like to take a little stick. sticks in. We've yeah. all done this as a kid. Right. Wave it you around. push it in, catch it on a fire, and take it out, and then. It's burning and then it starts smoking, right? Uh-huh. It pokes in somebody's eye, right? Because <laughs> then you're burning somebody else. Stab someone right. in the that's eye. The, yeah. That's the. <laughs> I guess that's the other one where it's what they're doing is going to injure somebody else, not themselves. So mm-hmm. it's really hard for them to experience 
the natural consequence from that when it's somebody yeah. else experiencing the, right, so, the pain. Yeah. So if we're going back to the corporal punishment part, I would say, okay, so why why do we need corporal punishment to help a child correct that? Because it's a instant but, consequence when they don't get it otherwise. Why why not try talk to them first about it? Because you talk to them again about it four hundred really times again. Yeah, reason with a child for a lot of things. You can talk through some things, but they. I just don't find children to be very reasonable. Yeah, that's that's true. Because I don't think they understand. But if we don't ever enough. try, like, oh no, right, it's good right, to try. Right. Oh yeah, but so, I don't think they understand their own emotions and motives enough to talk to to talk them out of it completely. They don't. But again, yeah. So. We're different on this, and that's cool. But so if I one of react in with wrong. a spanking, <laughs> how is a child looking at that? Like, if they're not able to control their emotions, they're going to say, like, they're going to, th- I mean, they might not think this, but the implication is dad or mom's not able to control theirs either. They're upset at me. Yeah. I think right. it's, I think again, it's so, how yeah. you approach it. Yeah. If you're not upset. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. a fourth person here to back me up. <laughs> no, I'm I not, had a list side, I'm not against you. I, no, no, no. I, we I know spank. That. I think it is effective. I think that I don't always do it the right way. And I do it sometimes as a reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I try really, really hard not to do that. To be like, this is why you're getting spanked. You know? Yeah. Before I do the spanking. And I, I don't think I do that enough. Mm-hmm. That's how I was raised. That like my parents mm-hmm. would sit me down. Be like, you're going to get spanked. This is the reason oh, we, yeah. we asked you not to do this and you did it again. We asked you not to do this because whatever you were touching the hot iron again. And we told you <laughs> not to do it. And it didn't burn you, but uh, it should have. <laughs> it should have. We had it on. Make sure we have it on next time. <laughs> no, yeah. but like they would explain it and then the spanking would come and they would say, we don't want to spank you, but you have to know there's consequences for your actions. And I agree with that. And I have a hard time being a not patient person to tell the kid why I'm spanking them before I do it. I try to do it after. Be like, do you know why you got spanked? And then see if they can tell me why they got spanked. If they can, then I think it's working. If they can't tell me, then I have to explain it to them. And even like, can Maggie tell you why? Because I feel like there's a age. Well, I feel like there's like a default like, because i wasn't listening right like well okay maybe but it's like a very it's more specific than that and cora i don't think could ever relay back to me why she got spanked but she i think that she needs to know that there's a consequence to She's not listen like to your parents too right barely talks at all so right yeah <laughs> that's what i, I mean. think there's sometimes a there's age not thing that's yeah. tough there for communication verbal yeah I I do agree that there are times that you need to like I lose my cool, um, and Mel is much better at talking to them, and so sometimes I just don't do anything and just let her talk to them about it because mm-hmm. it's better that I don't get involved. Sometimes. Yeah, here's my biggest concern with spanking. When there's been times when I spank or put a kid in timeout or just take something from them or whatever, mm-hmm. right, and the other kid involved or around. Like my one son will smile with pleasure <laughs> seeing the other son being reprimanded mm-hmm. or um, disciplined for his choices. And that's, I'm like, ooh. And whether it's a spanking or like I took, well, you were smacking your brother with this wooden sword. So I'm taking the sword 
and the sword is going away, and you're not allowed to play it. And then the brother's like, ha ha, now right. you lost <laughs> your sword. You right. lost your sword. Right. And like, oh, yeah. I don't like this, how this worked we out. We tried this, we tried mm-hmm. this thing for a while where it was. Wait, wait. Oh. Mike? No, I, I hear you. Okay. <laughs> well, that I was just sense. curious if you were like, oh, yeah, what's going on there is the other brother is doing this, and you need to be aware of such manipulation. a situation. Sounds like your your son's human. <laughs> Sibling manipulation. <laughs> and normal. Dang, humans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was going to say, we tried this thing for a while um, where it was rather than if you have two kids and and one is not eating their food and the one is eating their food, rather than to the one that's not eating their food, be like, you need to eat the food that's on your plate. You're not listening. You tell the other one, great job eating your food. Right. You know what I mean? We found out that that just makes the other child just feel guilty and be sad and still not eat their food. So it's just yeah. like, that's or like, you're doing a great job listening. That's the answer you're, that you're always told. Well, why don't you like compliment them when they do something good or compliment, show them that they right. get appreciated. But it's not. I don't know. Humans so, are complicated because it never mm-hmm. seems that easy, you know? And earlier we talked about kids not getting attention. That's why they lash out. I still want to share my sizzle story. Sizzle? Your what? You said about like oh, spritzing oh, oh, water oh. on the iron or the wet rag. Yeah, yeah. So when I was like six, I had a lamp in my room. And I don't know. I think maybe I came back from the bathroom. My hands were wet. Somehow I flicked a tiny bit of water on the light bulb and it sizzled. Mm-hmm. And you thought that was so cool. It's like, that is so cool. <laughs> so I got a little bit more and I spritz it back on. I'm like, <laughs> and you know, you think that satisfy my curiosity? <laughs> nope. I went and got a cup of water <laughs> and I came back and I poured a cup of water on the light bulb and it exploded. <laughs> that glass everywhere. Yeah. I probably got a spanking. I don't remember. So is, here's a question. We're doing great with these Google questions. <laughs> Are we on number one? I think we should just only talk about spanking this episode, and you can just call this corporal punishment. You probably get the most views you ever got. Yeah. But Um, we need the answer before we go home tonight. We'll check back in 20 years and see whose kids turn out better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, this is an interesting, and we don't have to actually have an answer for this, but like, how do you like gauge that question, right? Like, isn't that a difficult thing to do? What do you mean? Like we Which say, question? well, you turned out okay. You got spanked and you turned out okay. But how are you actually gauging like turned out okay? Yeah. Uh, you have a job and you is it the amount of money you're making? Is it the amount yeah, of... Yeah, that's a good point. What is the of, goal? Like what is what does that mean? What, is it, what are can, we trying to teach our yeah. children? And what how are we, do you what gauge we, how well they turned out? Yeah. Yeah. And that might be different answers for different people. Right. You know. I think also the punishment... I think the question I have is, does the punishment affect the personality um, or should you base the punishment off of the personality of the child? So, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you take one kid and you spank them their whole life. um, Did they end up that way because of the spanking? Right, or do you say like, oh, these spankings are doing nothing. This kid is still not doing anything that they should or shouldn't be doing. Um, these spankings aren't working. I need to try a different method. Um, will they turn out better or worse? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it yeah. about, is the punishment or the working through these problems about how they turn out in the end? Are you like, okay, in 20 years, when they look back at this, are they going to remember that I spanked them or that I talked to them? Or is it about right then and there how you interact with your child? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In that instance, in that instant, 
when you decide if you're going to talk to them or spank them, right? think about it from your child's eyes. When they look up at you and they see you hitting them or they see you talking to them. Sometimes I think, man, like at the end of the day, you know, I think about, I think back on my day. I'm like, oh my word, I talked to Maggie like that or I did this to Denver or all he was doing was doing this and I wanted him to do this and he didn't listen. I was way too rough on him. You know, I always think about these things at the end of the day. Um, But then, you know, and I think, oh man, Denver must hate me. I'm such a terrible dad. You know, you wake up the next day, he's right there and he's like, hi dad, love you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not a terrible dad. And (laughs) it's just like, you're not. Yeah. And it's just hard to know. Like they have such, the children are so forgiving how, how we punish them. What effect does it have way down the road? Well, and speaking about spankings, every not every human, but 99% of humans walking on the earth today have been spanked. I mean, okay, over the age of 30 have been spanked or their parents and their parents and their parents have all been spanked. Okay, Mm -hmm. So to say like the act of spanking is somehow leading us down a path that's not good Mm -hmm. is is ridiculous because the our entire humanity has been based on thousands of years of spanking. <laughs> so maybe maybe you can make the argument that we're going to somehow make an improvement today and that we've we've gone like some negative effects have come from the spanking, but there's many many good people that have walked the earth and been spanked. That's right. true. But it all depends how are you defining how they again how they turned out right right true because right. i'm in my therapy office and i'd say 90 percent of especially the men that i see can't articulate their emotions i'm not saying that's all based on spanking yeah but i certainly don't think spankings helped them right right do so, you think so that, in that not case, being spanked though could be I or is it typically how spanking is done usually typically right when we think about that in traditional sense right like our grandparents and parents. Yeah. It's it's when our parents are at anger, they don't know what else to do, and they, they use corporal punishment. And there's no talking about why right. we're not acknowledging the child's feelings, right? And so they grow up not, and among other things, right, not knowing how to talk about what they feel. Right. Plus boys, right, the whole don't cry thing. Right. Going on. They shouldn't ever. Right. right. So... Unless Even, it's Fast and Furious. I was going to say, <laughs> what about during Fast 7? Yeah, that's, it's then it's okay. Been a long yeah. time. <laughs> oh, he's crying again. Come on. You didn't cry during that scene. There's something wrong oh, with you. Oh, man. Anyways. I cried during Passion um, of Christ because I'm a real Christian. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I cried during it because it was scary. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Please don't clip. So, so in that case, like, I don't know. It's It's hard to say. I'm not saying that everyone who's spanked turns <laughs> out bad because I was spanked and we can we're all spanked. recognize there's an extreme difference between the reactionary, angry type of spanking and the like, look, here's where we're at. You were aware of the consequences and this was the consequence. Yeah. How many times yeah. would Christian have to come out of his room at bedtime before <laughs> you spanked him? I don't know that answer because he's still in his crib. We were smart <laughs> like that. And he's never tried to get out. He's such a compliant kid too. Like, so again, yeah, you need a rebel. With Mariah, it might be completely yeah. different. Yeah. Um, we can always hold that against you, you know, even, yeah. even when he's like eight and you're like, you haven't spanked. Well, you got, you had an easy kid. <laughs> yeah. Next time we hang kid. out, I'll tell you stuff that he does that's bad. Don't worry. You'll tell me stuff that Christian does? Right. right oh, okay. Yeah. 
when you see it happening. Right, yeah. I was yeah. spanking that kid right there. Yeah. <laughs> so you should be spanking him right now. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. Terrible child. You want me to do it? I'll do it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, know. I just no, yeah. I get why people do it. I'm not saying it's completely wrong. I'm just, I'm questioning. Well, we can I'm be aware there's it. usually a yeah. better method that takes yeah. more effort too. Right? I don't want it to feel like it's like, us versus you, Mike. I don't. No, no, no. I don't feel, feel like that. I think but, this okay. is a good kind. And you, as the podcast listeners, you know, you know what you're going through. Right. You can take what we're saying, and I think I don't know. Maybe we can link some resources in the in the show notes. That I have a couple that I okay. could. Give. Yeah. If you send me some because um, I don't even know where to look. Yeah. And so I know I Alyssa has Google. a bunch. I'll just One be like, of Google. Um, how do I spank my child? <laughs> <laughs> what's the best? Yeah. What's the best tool Top for spanking? 10 best spanking techniques. <laughs> so there's a excellent book called the coddling of the american mind have you read it Mm-mm. you should read it so it's have not you read it directly yes okay it's not directly related to spanking but it talks a lot about how we have this like movement of um everybody gets a trophy everybody gets a trophy trophy protecting our kids from consequences and then mm-hmm. what how this ultimately is their leads to their detriment so it's very I, interesting. I, I don't know if this is related. Or it's not. a fine line to walk with that, for sure. It's a line that I don't think we really know in today's day and age, right? We're, we're in a time, a new time of uh, electronics and social media and whatever, where people are very connected to things they've never been connected to before. And, and we're be- it's made us aware of a lot of shortcomings of humanity, um, but also um, I feel like... All, Often, in an attempt to fix them, we can swing so far the other direction that it creates problems on the far other end, which would be the coddling that, like, in our attempt to, like, we see, like, maybe we've forced men to not share emotions and to be tough and be whatever. Drive Fords. Drive Fords. (laughs) Yeah, stuff like that. And then they, we've (laughs) swung so far to the other end that maybe, like, we lose some value in some, uh, some parts of manhood. Leanness. Masculinity. I don't know if this is related. I feel like it might be, but we have had this issue that I've seen as I get older that the current younger generation, right? The uh, late teens, early 20s, currently. What are they now? Gen Z or something? Is that Gen Z? Sure. I don't don't know. know. Have a work ethic problem. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this, Mike? Yeah, oh, my my uh, older same, people same in my way. company complain about it all the time. Okay. They lump me into this group, but I know that it's. Yeah, I'm sorry. I only work 50 hours a week. It's <laughs> okay, it's unfortunate. here's here's how I see it at work. We have I work at an automotive place. We have a very entry level position. All you do all day is clean cars and do light property maintenance. Not a difficult job. Like <clears throat> it doesn't take a lot of skill. I should say that. Right. Mm-hmm. It. It's laborious. Laborious. <laughs> yeah, laborious. Yeah. Very laborious. <laughs> yeah. So it takes, I mean, um, I mean, you're working, you're moving all day, you know, and so it's um it's a great job for someone who um I don't know, you just can't sit around, you can't be on your phone, you can't be like checking in your mm-hmm. social medias, you know, you get a lunch break and that's it. And like there's no like boss breathing down your neck saying you gotta get all this stuff done. But if you're like goofing off or you're not doing what you're supposed to, somebody will talk to you. And we've had a very, very, very difficult job keeping anybody in that position. 
mm-hmm. because nobody wants to work. People want to be on their phones. They want to come in late. They want to leave early. They got other mm-hmm. stuff they got to do. I have my own life. You know, this isn't my life, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. When I got it, when I entered the workforce, I mean, <laughs> and I think we all did this, mm-hmm. you know, you start your jobs, your early jobs are like this. Like you work hard. It's backbreaking, you know, not in all fields, but you know, you're putting in a lot of hours at low pay and right. it's just, I feel you do gain a work ethic where it's like, I need to keep hustling to make my bosses happy to keep my job if I want to do things outside of my life. Mm-hmm. And or then as you get money. older, <laughs> you know, you can maybe move into something that's not so taxing on your body and stuff like or that. Or something that you really enjoy. Right. right. Even maybe something. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe something like that. <laughs> maybe. If you're lucky. <laughs> but I just, that position at our work is just like, I mean, we get new people there like every three months. You just can't keep anybody in that position that's under the age of... 30 because nobody under that age really like maybe they don't need a job they're still with their parents you know they're you know they think that they can go down the street and get something better um and i don't know if that all comes back to what did you say coddling of the the, coddling of the american mind we are so like today we are so like you can do whatever you want you know what i mean like like right think to the future you know what i mean and there's there's so much creativity now that i feel like wasn't there before like anybody can get you know, can start creating stuff on their phones, on their iPads, you know, and then there's like Mm -hmm. influencers and there's YouTube personalities and there's, you know, all these people that wasn't, those weren't jobs before. These types of people had to go, you know, work the fries at McDonald's and now they don't have to do that because they're making, you know, they got 40,000 people watching them every day play Minecraft, which is great that we have creativity, but I do Uh think something, there's something to be said about labor work ethic yeah but even like, in those things like to actually have a good let's just take a youtube channel for it, mm-hmm. like that takes worth ethic right like yeah it's maybe not it's as easy di- as it's not it like appears. manual labor like but like like to produce that a, takes a lot of work yeah like to actually like i mean you're wearing your lime tree shirt mm-hmm. you know ask lime tree yeah uh, shout out to lime tree lime tree <laughs> You know, that takes a lot of work to do that. Right. It's just a different kind of work. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying with like the the manual labor. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's because people nobody wants like to work on to do that. Anymore. It Everyone, can yeah. be related, but like with the pendulum thing I was talking about, where I do feel like our previous like our parents' generation valued careers so highly mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. your value as a human was based on <laughs> your you career. Right. Or like and, college or something yes. like that. And so your degree and yeah. what your job title was and how much money you made. And so to, if your entire, you know, so working, putting all your effort into a job was the ultimate goal. And so now, you know, I think there's needs to be a balance there and maybe it swings so far the other day, other way where it's like work is just, uh, I joke about this a lot. I think this is actually a snack man's joke, but he says, you know, work really cuts into my free time. <laughs> but you have a job like that. I mean, that there's probably a lot going on there, but it's a difficult job. Um, so somebody's working it out of a need for a job. Right. And if it is really difficult and doesn't pay well, then it's probably like, well, as soon as I can find something easier or something that pays better, I'm out of here. Right. Because it's not rewarding. As you said, like from a skill set, you're not like, hey, I'm a service writer or a technician whatever you're just some uh, car cleaning grunt guy you right know, there's no pride mm-hmm. in that 
You're until someone really like hard. sees you like oh i asked this guy to run and clean this car because it needs to go and he did it like that he wasn't like oh yeah and he like did it slow and he went well he was in the bathroom for 15 minutes and then you know he got distracted by yeah. something else ryan we can't all poop in two minutes like you <laughs> <laughs> and like he did it right away and you're like okay well this guy i mean he wants to do work and i can move him over to a different position and yeah. i know he'll work good there yeah. like i don't say i don't That's think anybody great... needs to do this for their whole life it's kind of like yeah. in other countries when they put everybody needs to serve two years in the military and like they have that yeah oh whoa and but, they're like it teaches you uh respect it teaches you work ethic it teaches you routine it teaches you all this stuff that i think is good now i wouldn't want to go in the military for two years but i think there is something about having a job like that yeah and this can be a, like this is a very complex conversation but like you're saying if your company sets up like a tier system like that that works that's really <laughs> well for incentivizing people to stick around right but you also have to remember like almost anybody can walk into sheets right right now and make 12 bucks an hour just right. checking people out yeah so like a lot of it does come back to like how much your company's paying them right mm-hmm. but but you're right like the there i see this from like the generation above it so like i'm hearing you say it but like this mentality of like you guys have it so good. Like we used to work so hard to make this amount of money. Right. Like, well, yeah. Did you see how much a brand new car cost back in 1970? <laughs> right. I'm not even talking about money. Bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's times are different now, but yeah, I know what you, there is definitely saying, a different yeah. mentality of value of a career for the, a, the new generation than there is for a previous generation. Well, that's interesting so. what you said though about like, yeah, it's totally swung. Cause like it was so important that you like get a job, and have a career that it was like your worth and values based on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what maybe we're seeing, I don't, I mean, we can't generalize this to everyone, but is a swing the whole way over the other side because they realize like that made me feel crappy. Mm-hmm. Like right. I grew up and realized that. You see what it did to your parents. Yeah. I didn't know. And my now, and now, and day. I'm not going to force yeah. that on my, on my kid. Right. Right. But now it's gone the other way where, you know, the work ethic isn't there. Right. So right. like, I would guess like we're probably going to swing you'd hope and hopefully our kids <laughs> right will swing back something more towards the middle and yeah how do we do that you know how do we balance, help our yeah. kids have a worth at work ethic you know but not make their worth and value based on what yeah. they right. do and i think it starts as as young spanking. as like it starts with spanking who made this mess in the basement <laughs> you guys got to clean this up you know what i mean yeah you need to clean this up because uh that's what is asked of you and I don't know, maybe yeah. when we grew up, we did chores. We and we were expected <laughs> to do them without complaining. We complained. I complained all the time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you go into the real world and you're going to be asked to do things you don't want to do. Yep. I just feel like what I'm seeing is people just, if they don't want to do it, they're just like, whatever, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. And maybe then I won't have to do it. Yep. We see people like 19, 20 year olds, they're coming to, to where I work and it's like they're fifth or sixth job mm-hmm. i had one job for six years and now i'm at my second job <laughs> no i'm at my third can't job. i'll be like you Ryan. I'm, I'm at my third job yeah i know yeah no 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 for sure like um, i had i had those jobs when i was in high school and i hated them yes actually i didn't hate all of them the first one i had i hated i was in middle school that might have had something to do with it in middle school? Uh, and i was like weeding a lot uh, which was the absolute worst <laughs> I could, yeah, but then I got I a job at this lumberyard, and yeah, I didn't love it. But one, I was with people that I really liked. Yeah, I had my my friend, and yeah, 
I recognized that I could go there and work and then I did not have to worry about anything afterwards. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still miss that sometimes. You don't yes. get that when you're a therapist. Yeah. I I have the luxury of leaving work and not having to think about work yeah. still. Yeah. Which is great. Must be I nice. mean, sometimes I'm like, well, <laughs> if I, it's like the end of the day and I'm like, well, I'll just come in early and do this stuff tomorrow. Then I like have to think about it a little bit. I got to wake up, you know, an hour early, get to work early yeah. and finish this stuff up. You're not really worried about, uh, is that guy I had, is he like going <laughs> to yeah, I don't commit ever... suicide later? Right. Nope. I don't have those <laughs> kind of concerns. Is he okay? Do I like yeah. need to call him? I do feel like, yeah. but like promoting things like creative careers, I don't know what you call them youtube podcast you know graphic mm-hmm. art type of careers it's the same thing with like professional sports yeah it's a great idea to get your kids in sports it teaches teaches them the same sort of thing teamwork um respect um sharing i don't know teaches them these things yeah um but then at some point you have to decide are they going to pursue this as a career or are they just having fun because there's a shift there where you're like okay we're going to get serious about basketball. You're going to practice every night. You know, you <laughs> yeah. can only play basketball. You can't do those other things you liked anymore. You can only do basketball. The moment when it stops being fun. Right. Yeah, that's right. where you lose them. <laughs> and I feel like this, okay, yeah, you can do YouTube, but at some point, you're going to have to get a job where you make money. And because there's so many YouTubers, so many podcasts, that it's, it's pretty unlikely that yours is going to blow up to the point where you make enough money you can provide for yourself right yeah. now if you watch certain people like uh casey neistat he's like nope i'm dedicating my full self to making youtube videos and his i remember his story about him talking to his father his future father-in-law or his girlfriend's dad and he thought he was a joke you know you're not gonna make a career out of this well yeah. now he's worth what like 20 some million dollars yeah. as a youtuber he was also one of the first ones to do it yeah you know I think like MKBHD, he had like an on the side job up until not that long ago. Yeah. I don't think. So like maybe you can help the the kid or the teenager like say, hey, like keep doing your YouTube stuff. That's awesome. Right. But hey, maybe you'll need some extra money right. to like support that. You can do what so you want here, to do for fun. Maybe try to get this job. Right. Right. So you can support that. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's a. It's funny though because it's still like I'm listening to you guys still value or like marking somebody's success based on their ability to make money right i mean we are well, like some point, trained to think that way. well at yeah, some yeah, point yeah. you have to be able to provide for your family you buy a house you need to pay for that house you buy a car you need to pay for that you have four kids you need to pay for the house and car that you take them around in right so at some point your success has to be how well can you take care of your family or just or can yourself. you take care of your family yeah right not like is your family hungry are you spanking your kids? <laughs> Are you force feeding your kids? <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah. yeah, you're right. Success is a very uh, difficult word to define. Define. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Good this stuff. Been a lot of focusing. If you're on still with us. Two. Yeah. Hopefully. Great Are job. we doing another? I think question? it's good stuff. I think it's just not funny stuff. Um, Are we doing yeah. a second question? This is a more serious daddy. No, podcast. this is only number two of this question. We should probably oh, get to the. We should question. probably get to the user. Questions, yeah, when we do maybe. the user questions, <laughs> can we do <laughs> one more? Yeah, out of this, more. what to do on your kid? Sure. Out All of this right, whole shotgun list. style. Okay. <laughs> um, we're gonna do quick answer, one sentence answers. Um, we're gonna go down the list. Uh, what to do when your kid has lice, Jason? Pass. Oh no. Okay. Um. Uh. 
get the special shampoo from CVS. Good job. Mike, what to do when your kid lies? Quick question, one sentence or less. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I feel like the last one was easier. <laughs> Can we just no add a C way. in there? I had to think about that. <laughs> I never uh, go to CVS. It's talk to them about it. Okay, good. Talk to them about it. Um, spank them immediately. Spank. <laughs> That'll teach Lie no, back to no, them. No, I'm kidding. Talk to them about it. Yeah, show them show them who's boss. No, I don't know if this talk is... to them about it. We I don't know if how, how... Okay, we're talking about a kid. Yeah. yeah what to do when to, your kid lies. Try to talk to them about it. Yeah. What to do when your kid runs away? Uh, I would say they'll be back soon. Look at yourself and All why right. do they want to run away I ran you? away really far yeah. and that's what my mom thought. She had to come get me. In fact, I... Um, she thought you ran away far, she but... She let you... me run away thinking I would come back. <laughs> and and then I remember being... I remember <clears> this. <throat> I was probably half mile away from home and she came running after me and brought me back. And yeah. she thought you got to play that one by ear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, this Do one you know falls why? on you. I didn't want to clear the, the table. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That was my chore. That makes sense. So you if she would have spanked me, I, I would have definitely cleared it right away. <laughs> but we talked about it instead. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you still ran out on the road. Oh, and she had to run a mile to get me. So a lot more effort. <laughs> you can do that, Ryan. Uh, what to do when your kid walks in on you, Jason? Um, you got to make up a good excuse. Uh, oh, we're just checking for ticks. <laughs> or, uh... Walks in on you what? It doesn't say. I I'm, uh... <laughs> How old is this kid still? <laughs> kid. That's a uh, three to nine. Huh. Oh, nine. Three to eight. Than three. three to eight. Three to five. Last time we said preteen was Are you nine hurt, to mommy? 12. That's getting into a whole nother conversation right there. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, what to do when your kid is being bullied, Mike? Oh, grab your gun. <laughs> Find that bully. Hopefully, no, I'm some kidding. of these people know. Uh, uh, part of the Jeez. Bully. Uh, talk to your kid, and then talk to the teacher and yeah. or principal. Yeah, and or. How much does your son talk right now, Mike? A lot, actually. Okay, good. Christian's was... full of words. <laughs> you guys are going to be surprised when you start hanging out with us again because. Yeah. My kids yeah. just don't communicate as well as yours, I think. Yeah. You should be talking to him all day. Yeah. I, w- I don't have enough time to talk yeah, about all words. the issues. I'm not saying it all makes have. sense. <laughs> he says lots of words. <laughs> if I talk to my kids about everything that upset them or me, we'd just be talking all day. Yeah. It's just there's yeah. not enough words Making in the bonds. dictionary. It's all good. <laughs> we bond over corporate punishment. <laughs> It's a bond we share. It's a really bond quick, my, my momentarily hands bond. <laughs> I'm passing this down from my parents to you. <laughs> uh, what to do when your kid sneaks out? Uh, talk to them. Talk to them. All right. Next. I think that's just a broad answer that we could do. <laughs> talk to them. What to do when your kid won't listen? Uh, Even when you talk to them. All right. Any? That's not in the question. Yeah, but... They won't listen. No matter how much you talk to them, they won't listen. All right, we're gonna answer all the rest with just talk to them. Okay, so we got one question. Try talking first. Wow, guys, I feel like we really succeeded. Crushed it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So we answered one question. Let's go into the listener questions from uh, Sarah on Instagram. Why can't my husband hear what the kids are saying when he's on his phone, but I can? Great question. Yeah. Mm. I don't think Um, I've ever heard of this situation <clears throat> happening what do you mean like you're on your phone playing balls and your kids are like dad 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 and then your wife is like what do you want that yeah. never happened to you oh or this is a good one this happened to me i'm on my phone and Alyssa goes 
Mikey saying dad to you. <laughs> oh, whoops. Not I know. It I'm is like amazing. totally in a whole other zone. And right. I was like, she's saying I love you. Like, <laughs> yep, I was just uh, recording it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a video. <laughs> no, it is. Phones are a problem. I know yep. Mike I doesn't like to generalize. I struggle with it. But men and screens are just like yeah, not good. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, like perfect combination. A, like basketball games on behind your wife. <laughs> I don't even like basketball. Yeah, like I'm watching <laughs> cricket. Man, I'm like, I don't even care about this. I don't even know what's I'm happening. Watching pharmaceutical commercials. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bathtub by we the went, beach. We went to bed. <laughs> Why are they in separate bathtubs? That's not romantic. <laughs> Uh, we were at Red Robin, and excellent. I couldn't stop looking at the TV that said, our maximum capacity is 270. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing it said? <laughs> it like, went through like like a series of like these three or four. Like announcements? Yeah. And I was like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I'm, just trying to get, I'm just trying to get the lay of the little hand. I'm just, just trying to get something new will pop up. Yeah. yeah. There's still 207. Are they going to go to 208 capacity? <laughs> Maybe talk to your husband about his phone use. <laughs> yeah, I think it was saying. more about, yeah. Yeah. Funny question. All right. This one relates. This is uh, from someone on Discord. Um, what are the best strategies to combat blowing up on your kids when you're stressed Ooh. out? Like when they're driving you nuts and all you want to do is yell, but what are some alternatives that are helpful to calm yourself down, but also for addressing the chaos? Mm, Have yes. you got to the chaos level yet, Mike? I feel like with a child yeah. and baby. Yeah, we've gotten there. You got to the chaos level. Probably less more like, than me. Like at, there's some points where I just like take my head and my hands. I'm just like, oh my word. Yeah. And yeah. like I, it's better for me to just not do anything and let the chaos continue. Yeah, you got to find a way to calm down. Whatever that so, looks like for you. Alcohol. Do you, how do you feel? When, uh, <laughs> yeah, give your kids alcohol. Smoke a doobie. Does that work? I just like dump essential oils on it. Lavender. Give me that CBD. Lemon. I don't know many essential oils. <laughs> took my only one and then I said lemon. It could be a sense get the, I don't know. Get the uh, sleepy time that, one. Those things that, what is that called? Diffuser? Yeah, diffuser. Just put just your face, face in the diffuser. <laughs> like a funnel straight into my eyeballs. <laughs> Hitting it like a vape. I don't know. I think, I mean, it kind of depends, but finding a way to, to get to a place where you can calm down. Yeah. Do you, you know, think it's justified to fake your emotions to your kid at that point? Fake your emotions? Well, you're, I don't think you can immediately make your anger go away and your frustration. But you know you need to deal with your kid. But we also know you shouldn't deal with them. You shouldn't discipline them when you're angry, right? So that, or But you're kind of being real, right? Or, I don't know. It's almost this like irony of... Mm-hmm. Oh, let your emotions be real to your kids, but uh, don't let them see you, get angry. see you angry with them when you're disciplining them or something. I don't Is know. it better to tell them that you're angry rather than lash out in anger? I'm not angry. I'm really angry inside. Yeah. Pretending I'm not angry. What if you said something like, I'm starting to get upset. I need to go and calm down a little bit. And the kids won't even hear you because they're still throwing bouncy balls and then in the you sink. Just, and yeah, you, you keep and breaking you plates. It. I'm going to my room for a bit. <laughs> yeah. I, d- yeah. I don't think I just don't think it's very realistic like in that there's some situations you can do that but yeah there's a lot of situations when you're angry because of what's going on and you need to make it stop so you can't just leave and go calm down so yeah, your only you option got- then is to react with anger or to pr- try to like 
control it, like literally pretend it's not there so your kids don't see it and react calmly outwardly Mm -hmm. and deal with your kids while you're actually hiding your real emotions inside. Are you hiding or stuffing them or are you just dealing with them and controlling them? Is it different? I think so. I mean, are you saying like... If your kids can't see them. So, okay. I'm going to go into therapist mode here. You you on the podcast can't see this. I'm holding up my hand. So, like, our brain, the way it works, right? We had the amygdala in the middle. That's the the oblongata. Yeah. That. (laughs) Phalanges. Yeah. Phalanges. Meninges. What's the third eye part of your brain? The uh, cerebral cortex. Prefrontal cortex. Prefrontal cortex. We had the amygdala. That's the part that, like, when you get upset, you're going to react. I don't know what you're saying. It's going nuts. Like, you see a guy point a gun at you. Your amygdala is like, oh, what crap. Is it? Can you say it slower? Amygdala. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's kind your, of the more primal part of your brain that your just lizard re- reacts brain. to stuff. Reactionary. Right. Okay. Right. Um, children are all this, pretty much. They don't, and then we have the prefrontal cortex, which is the part, the thinking, reasoning part of our brain. So, as an adult, the right? Pineal children, gland. That's what I was looking for. Pineal gland? Pineal gland. Pineal gland. This is a non-explicit podcast. It's part of your brain, Ryan. You have it, too. It's because I'm a man. <laughs> your wife has one, too. Sorry. Yeah. So kids are operating out of all of this, right? They don't yes. have any... Okay. Any, they haven't learned They're yet all how, to, brain. how to reason through emotions. But yeah. as adults, if we're healthy, right? That's a big if. Yeah. If we're healthy. We know how to reason through emotions. So we can feel something, but then we can think through it, right? Yeah, so I would argue up. that's what you're doing. You're now, literally right? covering it up, Mike. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your hand is so I'm covering my your my prefrontal thumb. cortex. It's just a good, I mean, my brain's not that small, but <laughs> and then so so I would say that's what you're doing there, right? You're you're acknowledging, okay, I'm real. I'm starting to get angry, but then you're using your prefrontal cortex to think, okay, I can't react right now. I need to stay calm so I can give directions and do what I got to do. How do you separate? And that? then and if I can't do that, I need to figure out a way to to get out of here and find a way to calm down in five minutes, whether that's deep breathing, whether that's, I don't know, alcohol. going up to you. No, not alcohol. <laughs> don't do that. Going up to your room and screaming into a pillow. I don't know. Whatever you Writing need to an do. letter and then tearing it up. Sure. Burn it. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Taking your flamethrower that you got from Elon Musk and this, just torching it. <laughs> this is something that I actually feel like Jason is really good at. And now I don't see him when I'm not there. Obviously, unless he's on Twitch. So yeah, <laughs> I have not spanked my kids on Twitch. Yet. But it's it's he comes in like if I've like had enough of the kids, like a situation where I'd be like, okay, that is enough. And Jason comes in, he's like, hey guys, what if we uh, have some apples? And like he like totally like <laughs> redirects into something else mm-hmm. where like I'm just all anger. Yeah. So this is what's funny. I what you're saying I'm doing I've heard is bad. To try to redirect emotions is a bad way to deal with them rather than thinking through them and learning to deal with them. But um, I think it depends but, on the situation too. Like what I'm kind of taking question with taking question. I don't know. Here's here's how how are we deciding that it's okay to like control and or cover up whatever word you want to say our anger. But like when you say like sadness for a male, all of a sudden, well, he's covering up his sadness. He's not letting that emotion out, so that's bad. But like, you're you controlling know what I mean? your sadness. You're con- what if I'm controlling my sadness so you're not seeing me cry? We've decided as men that's bad. Women don't do that. Men should be over- able to cry and whatever. But anger, 
now it's okay you should be able to control it and not act angry right like how are we i don't know it seems contradictory to me i just feel like all my emotions are muted except my anger and i was like aren't you excited about this i'm like yeah i'm super excited well it doesn't seem like it i'm just controlling it why aren't you crying at this movie well, I could cry, I guess, if I tried to. Just like, like myself, it, right? The emotions are there, but like I don't need to cry to feel the emotions. Um, I don't know. But then, like anger. But those are. But the then anger is just like, like, bam! I'm there. Yeah. Only with kids, though, right? Mm. No. Oh man, I've hung Ryan's up a, a little bit pretty of a hard side, sometimes huh? at work. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Like, bam! I broke a phone. I at hope work. they heard that. I broke a phone at work one time. Are you serious? That's kind of I don't know. I I hear what you're saying. It's just the receiver. I feel like it's a little different though. Like, what are the consequences of that emotion coming out? Right. I I would probably right. say that maybe those consequences, consequences are different. higher with anger coming out, not controlling anger. Right. Well, and I guess it it depends how you're saying it comes out. And like I'm not saying like if you're gonna like burst into tears that you should just burst into tears in front of your kids, <laughs> like. That's also an emotional reaction that they're not going to know how to handle. Right. Right. And what if actually, you look at honestly, them calmly, pre- I'm very angry right now and very sad. <laughs> perfect th- control. Perfect. I'm telling you I have real emotions. I walked that through. <laughs> You're saying that's good? Well, no. I think I think it's okay to acknowledge your feelings to your children. Like, But to I show them. Is I, there value in showing them? I think there's a difference between talking about your feelings and reacting. So if I'm angry, I think I could say to my child, right, I'm starting to get really upset. You need to, can you go over there? I need to go calm down. I mean, how do we look at Jesus in the temple flipping tables in his anger, right? That's a toughie. (laughs) But he's acting out of his anger. It's more the actions. If his actions are becoming sinful where it becomes a a question, right? Oh, boy. (sighs) Next time on sort of Star Wars podcast. We're into theology. For listening. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think this conversation will ever end. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I think there's a difference between reacting and controlling, but not stuffing. Yeah, does that make sense? It's so hard. Yeah, I feel like I'm leaning towards the allowance of showing the emotions physically, rather than hiding them and acting calm and saying that, but showing them physically. But not what does that what you'd mean, say showing them physically? Like raising your voice. Um or um yelling into a pillow or whatever. That like not hiding that necessarily from your kids or whatever. Right? That's the situation we're talking about. Well, I don't think you should see them they should see you streaming to a pillow. <laughs> I think raising your voice is a very important tactic in parenting. Or grabbing whatever they have the forcefully reason. and taking it so that they like experience that like yeah anger you have it's the same reason why when a train's coming the lights flash and the sirens go okay but okay but see when you say that then what is that teaching the child what happens when they feel angry we wouldn't let a child just grab something from us when they're angry that would get a punishment right so we can't do that (laughs) because we're modeling to them oh when i feel angry this is acceptable right yeah but how do we justify jesus flipping tables in the temple then yeah I'm not a theologian. So I struggle <laughs> with that one too. I'm I'm serious. Like and that's yeah. kind of what that's, I was like. That's, oh, I'm that's, I'm coming up with this as I go here. So. Right. So, so I mean, with with children, I would say I think it is important. I think we can talk about say I feel angry, but I don't think we need to yell with it. 
I don't think we need to do something that's reactionary because that's teaching them, oh, when there's anger, I can do this, right? It's kind of like a double, I mean, I know we're adults, <laughs> but that just makes it even more so, like, we're adults. <laughs> we're right. the ones that should have that control. You but know, your kids if anyone need... should be able to get away with that, it's a kid, right? My, they don't know how to do that. My, I guess my, my beef with this theory is all these definitions, right, of control for anger, anger is the one that by controlling it, we're hiding it. All the other ones, when you control it, you express it, you just express it in a way that isn't harmful. So, like, is, I'm just wondering, maybe there's a better way that we actually outwardly express anger and it's just not harmful. I don't think raising your voice is harmful at all. Well, I would say it's not either. Yeah, but and you have to define raising your voice. I think you have to define harmful. Does that mean, like, getting stern like or is our, it, like, yelling? Maybe yelling. Yeah. But is it okay if your kids yell when they're upset? Hmm. It might matter more what they're yelling, right? Maybe. Yeah. But saying all yelling's bad, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I think there's that, something that like your kids need to know that and what you're saying is important yeah. enough that they're getting this upset about it. Yeah. Whether it's coming back to the kid running onto the road again. Ryland, don't do that. Yeah, Ryland, you, please don't go out on the road. Maybe that's fine if they're 10 feet from the road. But mm-hmm. if they're on the road and a car's coming, you say, Ryland, you're not watch out. Yeah. And you maybe need the to more, like, yeah, have yeah. that. And so maybe the hear. more important thing is the follow-up after that. Right? Yeah. Instead of just doing that and then she's not doing it and then you're just like, Ooh. and just leaving it that way. Like, what does it look like to say, hey, I raised my voice at you. Do you know why I did that? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, was the road like i was yeah. just i was oh and that's the other thing with anger right so usually anger is a unique emotion in that there's always something else fueling it there's some other emotion that's usually feeling anger almost 100 percent of the time anger is like the black sheep huh? <sighs> i, I mean know, it's like maybe. the emotion that the bad emotion that we have not a bad emotion i operate that it's the one no we're not allowed to express though yeah well depending According on the family you grew up yeah I would say that there's no bad there's no bad or good emotions. But how do you emotions. express anger then in a good way? Yeah. You can name it. Right? I can name that I'm angry without yelling, right? But c- does that count for sadness? Like, oh yeah, my dad died. Yeah, I'm sad. I don't feel like Nobody that will believe you. Yeah. It doesn't But seem I think real. it means okay, but can we go underneath of the anger too? Right? Cuz again, usually there's something fueling anger. Right. Right. So when your kid runs out on the road or runs towards the road, you're get angry with them, but what else are you feeling? Well, that's more like a fear. That's more right. fear. So your okay. anger is being fueled by fear, right? When yeah. you're overwhelmed with the chaos of your kids doing crazy stuff, right? What you get angry? What are you else are you feeling? Right? You're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, right? There's all these I'm other things. So how do we acknowledge yeah. those things too, instead of just reacting with the anger? Right. 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 And we as adults have to know how to deal with that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying feel more confused now than ever <laughs> i think we pretty much solved that problem yeah <laughs> pretty much explained that yeah i don't know it's so complex it comes down to it's complicated parent however you want because we all parent differently yeah. yeah except for me you only have to be good enough and make your kids do chores <laughs> you ever heard that good enough parenting uh-uh. no there's a thing in psychology called good enough parenting you only have to be good enough you, only you don't have, have to be, be perfect. Good. You don't have to uh, be perfect uh, uh, for your for your child to turn out well. I don't know. Sometimes Melody thing. says, "Well, 
it's the end of the day and our kids are still alive we did our job <laughs> yeah Sometimes that's thought, a good thing to say yeah as a parent if you yeah. care that's probably good enough mm-hmm. because like most of us even when our parents screwed up some way or another we still turned out pretty decent yep. yeah um it's it, you see the screw-ups what however you want to define success usually was a really negligent parent that just did not care what mm-hmm. whatsoever or a super abusive like parent. the fact we're even yeah. sitting here talking about it we'll be fine yeah. we don't need to care that much yeah, yeah. anymore let's talk we about the shows that we're okay. caring about yeah it. and when we realize yeah. we make a mistake like i think it's important that we we acknowledge that to our children like yeah. when they that's if, oh yeah if, if we that, make a mistake i go back in you, you know i shouldn't yell at you about this i'm sorry but that shows weakness, and you're supposed to be the man of the family, Ryan. <laughs> One thing that I do struggle with with that is, like, sometimes I'll do the apology with the butt afterwards. Mm. And, like, I've caught myself doing that. Not and a I'm real like, apology. Nope. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to yell at you, but you have to listen to me. And, like, I'm like, I'm sorry to yell at you. And I just need to stop there. Yeah. And That's such a common thing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. The so butt. If I had a penny for how many times I've heard that in my office. The apology with the butt. The apology with the butt. Yeah. And it's yeah. so easy to do. Yeah. Um, you're trying to justify why you acted that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I need to just not do that. I'm sorry, yelled at you. I shouldn't have yelled at you. Yeah. Love you. Good night. Mm-hmm. See you in the morning when everything's better. Just <laughs> sleep on it. You won't be mad when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Go to sleep so I can be forgiven. Let's reset. <laughs> sleep. Yeah. All right. I think that was good. I think that was good stuff. it maybe wasn't our funniest episode, but I think it was very insightful. And I think a lot of people can uh, relate to the yeah. different things that yeah, we were we talking about. You probably, probably found a, lot of confusion you probably for found a, lot of a point of view you resonated with. Yeah. So you can choose your side. I'm so kidding. we're going to put up a poll and you can vote for whose style parenting is the well, best. Well, and part of the reason <laughs> that, I mean, we kind of started this these dating episodes as like, like me and, was it me and you or me and Mike were talking and I was giving him bad parenting advice. And I thought, well, this would be funny to do like a whole podcast about this, right? Right. This has always been the three of us, I think. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I mean, before we even started doing In the dating episodes, you were yeah. about to have a kid and I was giving you oh, advice yeah, yeah. that Mel was like laughing at. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. advice, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And then I'm like, well, me and Jason and Mike are different personalities and I feel like we will parent differently. So I think it's good uh-huh. that we have it different right. yeah. perspectives. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's all, I think it's all good. So, as long good. as your kids are alive at the end of the day, you're doing something right. Yep. Okay. Well, before we get into that conversation, let's do the random stories fact of the podcast. Okay. Let's do it. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. So. Oh, where's my notes here? Oh, today we're talking about Solo. Ooh. Do you remember Solo, Jason? Han Solo? Yeah. They made a movie just about Solo. I need to watch oh, yeah. that one again. Yeah, it's been a long a time since I've seen it. The Asian guy from Fast and Furious. Toga Drift. Oh, yes. Actually, yep. that's his fake idea I heard. Yes. It's like okay. a... Uh, not a real name. It's yeah. a name that he goes by, but not his real name. is Han Solo. Um, this Solo is the only Star Wars film in the official canon where nobody speaks the word Jedi. No. Oh. Interesting, right? Interesting. I think that was conscious. They tried it. Well, maybe. I mean, the main character isn't a Jedi. I feel like most of the other movies they are. So, okay. except for Rogue One, which me and you talked about Rogue One a while ago. Yeah, I made you watch it. I remember you had like your like, Notes. like a yeah, like a key of like <laughs> who all these people were and stuff like that. That was great. But anyways, 
that is uh, your random source pack to the podcast. The Force will be with you always. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, you are still listening after an hour and 40 minutes. Ooh, baby. <laughs> but uh, that was now some good conversation. Anything out. I know. Called out the time. I'm posting this tomorrow. So. Oh, wow. Please forgive me if there's any terrible editing things that I missed. I would just. I would just, just cut out all the stuff about spanking. Thanks. It's like the whole podcast. All right. So thanks for listening <laughs> to all 12 minutes of this episode. <laughs> and uh, be safe. Be courteous. Bye. Bye. See you later, alligator.